Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here having a conversation with Morris Beagle. And he is with WAFBA. We are for better alternatives. How you doing, Morris? Doing good, Coach. How you doing? Fantastic. Had a great Christmas here and uh, looking forward to the New Year's. And I know you have a lot of stuff going on for this New Year. So tell us a little bit about We Are For Better Alternatives and what your schedule is for this next 2020. Alrighty, well, happy holidays, Coach. Glad you had a good Christmas. We've had a good Christmas here as well. And Happy holidays to everybody out there. Hopefully you've had a, a great holiday with your friends and your family. And so, yeah, WAFA, We Are For Better Alternatives, that is the umbrella company that me and my partner Elizabeth Knight founded. Uh, we actually launched WAFA in 2015 to encompass what we had put together the previous couple of years with Colorado Hemp Company, NOCO Hemp Expo, Tree Free Hemp. We wanted to get an umbrella to start including all of these brands that we ended up creating and now we've got about mm -hmm. a dozen brands including you know six or seven different events and then we've got tree free hemp one planet hemp silver mountain hemp guitars hempevents.org that has a whole bunch of hemp events not only our own events but events all around the country and all around the world so if people are interested in checking out events which we've got a lot in 2020 check out hempevents.org um, I do want to say that me and uh, my partner, Rick Trojan, who do a uh, podcast as well, and you're all too familiar with Rick since you've been on the road with him the last oh, yep. three or four years. Yep. And uh, we just did a, we recorded our year in review podcast a few days ago, and that's going to be coming out here probably like a week after our podcast goes up, because I think you're going to get this up pretty quick. But folks should uh, definitely check into that, and you'll get a recap of what we did in 2019 and kind of our thoughts on 2019, and I don't really want to focus on that right now as we're moving forward. The past is the past. We've got legal hemp, and 2020 is going to be a huge year for our industry as we start to really legitimize it with regulations at the federal level with the USDA and the FDA, which we all know uh, those two entities are, are putting out information right now. The USDA put out their interim final regulations and people are making comments on it and they're going to be able to continue to make comments on that until the end of January. So everybody that's out there, there's a lot of things that are wrong with this interim final regulation thing that the USDA put out. Please go out there and make comments because we are going to make changes to this if we want to have a very robust and functioning hemp industry. Uh, that said, the, DE, or the FDA those guys are still kind of putting out scare tactics. Now they're saying, you know, CBD can do this and can do this and can do this. It's harmful. And, and there's really no science that credibly backs up some of these threats that they put out there. So 
just keep alert for that as well. And, and we're going to be talking about this stuff at events throughout the coming year and how we're going to negotiate and, and deal with these agencies at the federal level, whether that's the FDA, the USDA, or the DEA who's still got their nose in the mix. And we're going to get those guys completely out of the mix because they don't need to be in it. All right. Now that I've rambled about that, Coach, we're going <laughs> to we're going to so we're going to start this year in January on the 16th in Boulder with uh, the Winter Hemp Summit, which I believe you were at the Winter Hemp Summit last year or the beginning yes, of 2019 in Fort Collins, and we're doing it in Boulder this year on Thursday, January 16th. You can go to WinterHempSummit.com. It's going to be at the Boulder Jewish Community Center. A lot of the same folks as last year. We're going to do a 2019 year in review so people can really get a grasp on what happened uh, from perspective of a variety of different people that are involved in the industry. And then what we see coming forward here in 2020 and 2021 in regards to regulations, market opportunities, uh, certification programs, whether that's USDA organic, uh, kosher food certifications. There's a variety of certifications, and we're going to start focusing a lot on that as as uh, this industry moves forward. we got to you know, do a big push for, for organic production and regenerative production in this industry so we can really lead the charge when it comes to sustainability and, and making uh, change throughout the world. From there, uh, uh, me and my girl Kate are going to head to Mexico for about 10 days, and from there we're going to jump over to the Texas Hemp Convention that's debuting in Dallas at the end of January, 28th through the 30th. Roth is going to have a booth there um, speaking. There's a whole bunch of people that are going to be speaking in Dallas. They've done a really good job putting this together. They've got a sold-out expo floor. There should be thousands of people there, and Texas is really ready to come on board pretty heavy in 2020 when it comes to growing hemp. Are you going to be there, Coach? I'm thinking about it very seriously. I'm not going to be driving there, so I might be just flying down from Denver. So uh, that might be on my radar, yep. Well, love to have you out there. It should be a pretty good event. seems like they've got 150 speakers or so. They've really come out of the box strong with this event. And it's put on by the guys at Kush.com, and those guys have been working really hard in a variety of different areas. They've got a platform for uh, connecting buyers and sellers, and they're doing these events. So um, I'm anxious to see how they do this event. It's going to be pretty yeah. exciting for the folks in Texas. Yep. From there. I'm going to be doing an event in San Francisco on February 6th and 7th. I'm speaking at the National Cannabis Business Conference. And these guys have been doing events around the world for the last four or five years. I think they do six or seven events a year. They do one in Barcelona. They do one in Germany. They do one in San Fran. And I've been asked to participate this year, so I'm excited to go to San Francisco. I used to live out in the Bay Area back 91 to 93 and haven't been back there but maybe once since then. I think I saw Page and Plant playing at Shoreline Amphitheater last time I went out there. That was like 97 oh. or 98. So yeah, should yeah. be cool to go back there. And directly from there, I'm going to shoot down to Tulare, which is central California in between Bakersfield and Fresno. And wow. there's the World Ag Expo on February 11th through the 13th. And there's going to be a hemp pavilion there. And there's a whole bunch of folks coming together and launching this thing called the Hemp Innovation Challenge that is going to be 
exactly what it states. There's going to be this challenge for hemp innovation. There's going to be uh, participating companies from all around the world. There's going to be cash prizes, and we're really going to start this innovation push for the industry because now that we're up and operating, we're legal, we haven't been able to do this stuff in the United States for 80 years, we really need innovation. We've got innovation on the extraction side that's becoming pretty readily available and in the market, but when it comes to the food and the fiber side, we've got a ways to go, and hopefully this hemp innovation challenge will bring about some amazing technology over the course of the next several years that can really um, push this industry in the right direction. I'd like to attend that myself. So uh, I'm going to put a bunch of these on my calendar. <laughs> yeah, so NOCO Hemp Expo, we've come in as a, as a sponsor partner with the Hemp Innovation Challenge, and there's going to be that com – there will be a component at NOCO that will be – launched in March, which folks will see. We'll get to the NOCO plug here in just a second. But after going to the World Ag Expo, I potentially might be going back to Birmingham, UK for the third annual or the third. I guess it's not third annual because this will be the third one they've done in like 18 months, and that's the Hemp and CBD Expo. And that's February 29th and March 1st. Me and Rick Trojan were out there. It was in September. We were hosts for their awards ceremony. In the previous okay. one back in March, we actually spoke and did presentations at, for both days when we were there. So anyway, we, we're going to try to get back there. Um, I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm also going to be out in Anaheim for Expo West March 3rd through the 7th. So I have to check on my travel schedule. It's a lot of travel before coming up to NOCO 7. The seventh annual NOCO Hemp Expo, which is going to be moved this year to the Western Complex in Denver. We outgrew where we were at last year and the year before. As, as you know, I mean, it was pretty oh, crazy. Yeah. The amount of people and, and, you know, sometimes that can be a turnoff for people because there's just so many people that right. the industry has got so many opportunities right now. And we just see it continuing to grow as certain things flush out. And so for NOCO 7, which is March 26th through the 28th, and you can find out all the details there at nocohempexpo.com. We're turning on registration right now. We're going to have 400-plus exhibitors. We're expecting 20,000 people plus, you know, give or take 1,000 or hopefully more. We'll, we'll have to see. I mean, we've got a lot promotional partners and nonprofit partners and, and big partners coming in to, to NOCO this year. And we're excited to have the space to be able to accommodate everybody. So if we get 20,000 or 30,000 people out there, it's not going to be as congested as it was last year. We've got a yeah. lot of space to do a lot of things. And we've got all kinds of different activation areas that we're launching this year. Uh, one of the things awesome. that a lot of people are excited about this year is we're going to be launching a mushroom pavilion and focusing oh, yeah. some energy on the medicinal and the industrial side of mushrooms. Um, people are saying, well, what about psilocybin and psychedelics and stuff? And there will be, uh, there's going to be information about that, but really this is traditional fungi medicines that's been used for thousands of years. There's all kinds of supplements out there, so and the food aspect of mushrooms, as well as the industrial 
and the environmental aspects of mushrooms and how important they are uh, to the future of our planet. You know, there's a, there's several companies out there, and hopefully we'll have some of them at NOCO that are doing packaging that replaces styrofoam and, and it's biodegradable. And anyway, I think that there's a nice fit between the mushroom world and the hemp world. And yeah, even yeah. beyond that, we're adding a Friends of Hemp Plants Pavilion or zone, and that's going to include bamboo, canaf, flax, and other fibrous plants, as well as other nutritional plants and herbs, turmeric and stuff like that, that really kind of belongs in the mix of what we're trying to do on a, on a bigger level. So we're excited about the variety of things that are going to be coming into NOCO this year. We think that the, there's going to be tremendous response, not only from industry-type people, but the general public wanting to find out more information what's going on with all of this. Yeah, and I hear that there's going to be the U.S. Uh, Hemp Building Association uh, there also, right? Yeah, so this year we partnered and we're, we're members of the U.S. Hemp Building Association. We were sponsors of their U.S. Hemp Building Summit earlier, a couple months ago, and we're going to have a material zone as well as kind of this whole industrial expo hall that's going to be 30,000 plus square feet that will have equipment, not only for the fiber side, but drying equipment for flour and, and extraction equipment and hopefully some decortication equipment and a variety of different equipment, industrial services and so forth, where we're going to bring this much more to the forefront now than, than it's kind of been this CBD push from a lot of our participants the last five or six years. As you know, you've seen right. it, yep. and that's where yep. the money's been, and it's CBD, CBD, CBD. And while we'll have a lot of the top CBD companies that are out there, and that's a tremendous uh, part of our show, there's all this other stuff the plant can do, and we've been saying it from the get-go, from the food side and the fiber side. But this year, we're, we've got the space to really do it like we've never done it before, and, and that's the direction of the industry. When you look long-term, three, five, ten years down the road, yep. people have to diversify. It's not going to be all cannabinoid stuff. That's going to be part of the mix, but the food side, the fiber side, the environmental side is going to be huge. Huge, yep. So I we're excited about the U.S. Hemp Building Association folks being involved uh, they're going to bring a lot of resources to the table, and we're just excited to bring more and more people into the mix of what we're doing and, and hopping on this train to, to make real change. I see it coming. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, 2020, man. Yeah, me too. And after NOCO, we're we're going to take a lot of this energy and momentum, and we're heading back to Dallas for EarthX which we were there this year, and Mark Linde from Green Spring Technologies put together this hemp pavilion with some other great folks there in the Dallas area and incorporated hemp into EarthX there. And EarthX is the biggest Earth Day celebration in the world. And in 2019, they had 177,000 attendees. It's a really cool event. Hemp is just now starting to be part of it. And we're looking to to work with the management and the producers of that event to have a bigger footprint for hemp and, and really combine resources and momentum 
moving forward. So this is really an earth movement, not just yeah. a hemp movement. We we have to make some serious changes as a species in the coming 5, 10, 20 years. Otherwise, if we don't, our species really is going to be heading towards extinction in the next couple hundred years. Yeah, I was there last year. with uh, Rick was there with the Hemp Road Trip, and I was there with the uh, Hemp Revolution Road Show. So we were both there last year. It was a, it was a great little event, a lot of people there. It was a great event, and we're looking forward to, to being part of that again and, again, having a bigger footprint. So after Earth Act, I don't have a ton of stuff on my schedule up until July. We're going to look at doing the NAM show in Nashville. And the NAM show is a big musical instrument, music industry show that happens twice a year. It happens in Anaheim in January and happens in Nashville in, in July. And the Nashville show is not as big as the Anaheim show, but I'm going to be debuting Silver Mountain Hemp Guitars and Guitar Cabinets and all of our guitar line stuff in the Nashville show. I think that's July 10th and 11th. So we're excited to kind of take one of our brands that's a non-event brand and go to another event and and be part of that and start showcasing these guitars and cabinets that we're making out of hemp that I think are pretty cool. Yeah. And that yeah. the music industry and other people are going to be like, wow, those things actually sound really good. They're well built and they're pretty cool. And then a month after that, that's just, we're going to lay some groundwork while we're in Nashville. And then in, in August, we're going back to Nashville, August 14th and 15th for the third annual Southern Hemp Expo, which we're moving back to the fairgrounds. We were in Franklin this year. Uh, we were in the fairgrounds in Nashville last year. The, this coming year, we're going to be back at the fairgrounds in brand-new Expo Hall buildings. They ended up leveling the buildings we were in before and rebuilt brand-new Expo Hall buildings that are much larger and much more modern, and we're excited to move the event back there. And I think we're planning on staying in this location We've got two expo halls for this year, which is going to be more space than we had last year. And then next year, I think we've got three expo halls. And we're going to be able to continue to grow our event out uh, south of the Mississippi. That's our sister show to NOCO. So we're really excited about the future of the Southern Hemp Expo and Hemp in the South and, and where that's going to be going the next several years. Well, I'm looking forward to all these events here. And I'm going to try to make most of them anyhow. Um, Love to have you at all of them, Coach. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I had a great time at uh, uh, the Southern Hemp Expo last year. I spoke there. I had a full audience uh, where I spoke. It was really great, really well received. So I'm looking forward to that again this year and NOCO going back there and those two big events for me. So, yeah. So anything else there, uh, uh, Morris, did you want to say? Well, I, that's kind of the event lineup I've got really on schedule right now. But as far as the hemp industry goes, you know, I'll say this, there's plenty of opportunity out there. If you're in the midst of the industry and you hear all this stuff going on, the prices are crashing, there's oversupply, a lot of that is true. And there's a lot of BS that's in the industry. But stuff's going to shake out. This industry is not going anywhere but forward and going to get bigger and bigger and people will be flushed out, other people will come in, and in the end, this industry hopefully is going to unite and it's going to fulfill its promise of making big change, not only here in the United States, but around the world. 
So how can they contact you, uh, Morris? What's your contact information? I've got a website at morrisbeagle.com, and that's B-E-E-G-L-E. And Morris at morrisbeagle.com is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me now. Yeah, and you can find out kind of everything that I've got going on there. There's a calendar there that shows what events I'm going to be at, you know, whether I'm speaking or I'm just going to be there participating in, in some fashion. You know, if you if you see me at an event, please come up and talk. You know, I'm here to to try to do whatever I can to facilitate an industry that can make positive difference in this world. And I want to thank you for supporting Coach Freddie and the IHAMP Revolution Roadshow and podcast for all these years, Morris. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Coach, for all that you do. Thanks again, Morris. Thank you, Coach. Here's to a great 2020 for everybody. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the IHAMP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash IHAMP Revolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.